So welcome, 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 so welcome to No Stupid, stupid Questions. Question. Hello, everybody. This week's up, folks? It's for real. It's with for real. T-Leak like, and Jag. Like a dungeon drag. What's up? No, no <laughs> specific no order. order. I love no script. Stupid Questions <laughs> show. Can we curse on this show? Do whatever it's we feel. Okay. Time is for question real. for today. Now, right. All right. So, question. Stupid questions. Jack. Welcome to this episode. Of <laughs> My first question is, who are you? No stupid questions. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is T Leak. And this is Jag. What's up, folks? We are here for another episode of No. Stupid <laughs> questions. All right, all right. <laughs> we got it this time. So, no stupid questions is the show where you have two smart people <laughs> and one stupid question, or so we thought. Or so we thought. So, I have the question for this episode. And what would that be? You ready? Jag, what hit me? Are we? Ready for a female president. You gonna answer that? I was, I was, <laughs> I was giving you the uh, dramatic pause for dramatic effect. Okay. Uh, my answer, short answer at this point, no. No? T. Lee, how can you say no to this question? <laughs> so now, mind you, I'm I'm reading the question as: Are we ready? Are we ready? Is, is, is right. T. Leak ready? T. Leak okay. is more than ready. Okay. T. Leak would not only like to see a a, a woman in pres uh, as the president; she would like to see a black woman as the president. Oh, watch out now! I, I know. So that's a whole that's a whole nother topic. Um, but I think we as this non so, so, you know, just in the same way that when we elected President Obama, okay. we were not in a post-racial society. So I, I didn't think we were ready. And I think I was right. I, I think it caused a lot of stuff, which we can, we talk about in our other show about Blacklash. Okay. I okay. think similarly, you know, we're not ready. And that, that, that causes me, gives me pause. So, wow. what, what about you? Was 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 wow. so? I don't I don't know what I expect your answer to be out the gate. Okay. So so hit me hit me with it. So so I cheated. I cheated this time. Oh, how'd you cheat? So what you I asked ask your wife? My twelve year old daughter. Mm. And my twelve year old daughter said, "We are not ready." Ooh! I'm sorry. Sorry. Look, I'm, I'm thinking I woke my neighbors. <laughs> she said, similar to what you said, T. Lee, she said, I'm ready. But she said, we are not ready. Your 12-year-old daughter. Now, that's saying a lot right there. Not, and she blew my mind even further. Oh, oh, there's more. Jeez. She said, power don't like to give up power. <gasps> First of all, if that would have been my daughter, I'd have cried because I'd have been like, Oh, baby, you're so smart. I was on the highway. I had to keep my eyes clean. You know, <laughs> I had to keep my eyes on the road. Oh, that is deep. And she I said, don't like you know, this power. is the world <clears throat> in America is, is white males have the power and they don't want to give that up. So they're not going to stand for a woman president. I said, wow. 
So mm. hold on, hold on. I think we need a moment of. I was pausing for dramatic effect. That needs a pause just for the cause, because that's from the mouth of babes, right? From, from the mouth of babes. So before she said that, and before I um, told her what I was going to be talking about in this episode, I was thinking a little differently. I was thinking that we have to be ready. Um, and I agree with you that the world was not post-racial when we elected President, President Barack Obama, and we've seen some backlash from that. But I'm wondering if, you know, is, is that a good thing? If, you know, does putting a little dose of what the real world should be like, is, is that something that even when people aren't ready for it, um, is, is, it is it a good thing? And so I, that's where I was coming from when I was saying, you know, I think we have to be ready. So, you know, I think we have to be prepared. I think whether or not we're ready is, we're not. <laughs> I think that's, I think your daughter was spot on. And I actually um, looked up, according to a recent Pew Research survey, fewer Americans believe a woman, a woman could win the presidency than before the 2016 election. Wow. Um, some 45% of Americans, according to this, say that voters not being ready to elect a woman to higher office is a major barrier to female political leadership. And in 2014, that was at 37%. So it's gone up. And that change has come almost entirely among women. You know, that's where, you know, I wanted to go there next. Um, but I, let me, I'll let you finish your let me, Yeah, let me say, thank you. Let me say something about being prepared. Um, I think one of the things, and, and you know, I could be... Um, you know, sort of uh, the, uh, an example of this is, you know, I didn't think Barack was going to get elected. So I was like, well, you know, shoot. Hmm. And then when he got elected, I think it was, it was, I mean, it was, I think it was a wonderful moment. Um, but I don't think we were at all prepared for what that meant in a non-post-racial society. So all of the things that happened after that took us by surprise. And I, I, to your point, I think we must look at that as a first in the presidency and given that, that context, the, you know, as a policymaker, as a unifier, as a we, um, and particularly, you know, the party that is offering up any woman candidate, to be honest, whether that be Republican, Democratic, et cetera, needs to be ready for what is going to happen in a non-post-gender bias society, I'll say. Um, so so I, 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 you say we should be ready. I say we should be prepared um, because, because we're not ready, because there are so many who are not ready. And regardless of whether or not it happens, there is enough of a population similar to the population that wasn't ready for a black president that we are going to have to contend with some challenges that we need to be prepared for. Okay. So you're saying there'll be some backlash and what would that, you know, what would that backlash look like? I mean, um, yeah, I, I just can't imagine. Do you agree that there would be backlash? Let's, let's say this. The racial backlash is easy because for the most part, you can spew hate and then go to your house 
and not have to worry about anything. But if you spew hate on gender lines, it seems like even your house is 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 put in turmoil, and and that would seem like too costly a price. Um, you know, I actually think the opposite, which is very interesting. Okay. Um, I think that you know, there's this thing about sort of racism that people actually are more comfortable identifying and calling out than sexism. Because I think sexism, yeah, I, I, well, you know, and I, our last show is somewhere related to this, right? Should black women in particular um, prioritize sexism um, in, in the current time frame over racism? You know, I, I feel as if sexism is, I want to say sexism is older than racism. Um, now, being only years old, um, <laughs> you know, I don't go so, so, so far back. I go far back. <laughs> um, I, 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 I think that there are many more accepted, for lack of a better word, norms having to do with sexism um, that, I mean, the Me Too movement is clearly sort of highlighting those and, and shining a, a light on them. But it's, I think, the, the box is, you know, the, the tip of the iceberg is, is uh, showing. It's, it's, there's a lot underneath it. So, so it's, it's interesting. I, I think to, to your question, your original question, which is what kinds of, you know, things we need to be prepared for, what does that backlash look like? Um, I, I think it looks similar. You know, when we talk about bias, bias is bias, whether it's race or, or gender-based. And it's, it's, you know, I think there's, with both racism and sexism, there is an assumption of inferiority. And with that comes a certain lack of respect. You know, when someone calls out liar on the floor of Congress to the President of the United States, that's a lack of respect. Um, you know, that's something that has never been seen before, never been done before. Right. And I think you'll see things like that, that, um, you know, someone challenging, you know, his birthright, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I think that, you know, and, and, and that's the thing is, I think you're not going to know how it's going to come, but I think the, the general uh, bucket that it's going to fall into is this lack of respect. And as a result, not playing the rules, not playing the game um, with the same rules, um, kind of going off script because they can because there's a lack of, you know, belief that this is, you know, this, this follow has to follow the same rules. Well, you know, you touched on uh, whether or not sexism or racism was older. Um, and, and I, I think in societies that appear to be homogenous, um, you still have sexism. Um, so that sort of suggests that, you know, sexism is ingrained in society, uh, as sad as that is to admit. I, so, I don't so, know that I'm willing to admit that, but I, I think it's, I think it's, it is deep, as is racism. So I, I can't say, but I think to, to your point, maybe I won't even use the word older. Maybe it's just that it's, it's, um, when, like you said, you can take, it's, it's hard to take gender out and still have people. <laughs> you know, Tough. 
tough to do. Um, but you can certainly, you know, homogenize along the lines of race, et cetera, and, and you know, have, have those groups together. But it's hard to, to kind of have all, and I'd like to see that kind of society. No, I wouldn't. Let me take that back. And all Which male, kind of and all male, any, any color, any, <laughs> any culture, that would, that would be scary. Anyway, so. Well, it wouldn't thrive for sure. Yes. Um, you would think, but, but hey, I wouldn't want to be a part of it. But, um, uh oh, was it? It sounds like that was an internal joke there. Well, I don't know. I just, I, I actually laughed because I thought you laughed. But anyway, um, so are we ready? Let me, I mean, let me, is, let me um, shortest, is this our shortest show ever? Um, we, we're just not ready. We just agree. Well, well, let me, let me actually out. So I have two things to add. One is, um, in, in, you know, further in the article, there actually was a counterpoint to the, the Pew study. Um, but there also, I found a book called Rethinking Madam President, Are We Ready for a Woman in the White House? Um, and it was written before the 2008 election. Okay. Yes. Um, just for everyone's knowledge, the author, it's Lori Cox Hahn and Carolyn Heidman. Sorry if I pronounced your names wrong. Um, but one of the things they talk about is um, a range of issues and just a few to throw out there is the conflation of the presidency with masculinity. Um, you know, so I think, you know, when you talk about what form this takes, I think there are going to be some things that, you know, I mean, I, I think it's, it's uh, I think that was something that actually Trump accused Clinton of, which is that she wasn't ready to go to war. So I think there's this feeling that, you know, women are the softer side and therefore they can't be strong and hard enough to to be to you know to actually wage war declare war um media coverage focusing on the novelty of a female candidate or certain attributes of a female candidate that you know i mean nobody was talking about uh you know trump or or even bernie's shoes but they talked about you know uh hillary's kitten heels it's like, okay. well, what, what, you know, I mean, can we f focus on the issue? I think we get derailed with some of that stuff. Um, and then um, the public support for women, which she also addresses. So, um, so yes, I think she just says we, we need to be, and I agree with this, we need to be very clear that we're going to face hurdles. And, and, and I think you and I talked about this before is we cannot declare success when um, a woman is elected, just as we, you know, may have, a little too quickly declared success when President Obama was elected um, because we, we had a long road to go because, you know, I, I think that in the current, especially in the current environment, um, you know, election is, is one part, right? After that comes the real challenge of, you know, whether or not you're being set up for um, success or failure. So right. Any thoughts on that before I hit on this, uh, is America ready for a woman president other other response yeah i'm not I, I need to i need to process that for a moment so i'm gonna let you go to your next point and, okay. um, and then I'll, I'll respond so so i guess the 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 counterpoint is by paige gardner who is president and founder of the voter participation center and um her observation was basically that if minority female and young voters had cast ballots, especially in the numbers that they had cast them during the, the previous election, right? Either 2012 or 2008, Hillary Clinton would have won. 
Um, and so, you know, what's interesting to me is that that's, that is an argument, but I don't know that it answers the question as to whether or not we're ready because Obama won and I still don't think we were ready. Um, so, so I don't know if that helps the case or not. What do you think about that? Well, to me, make, make no mistake. We weren't electing a black president to elect a black president, in my opinion. Uh, some, hmm. you know, maybe maybe thirteen percent of the people were. Um, but interesting think, uh, number to pick there. You just pulled that out of you. Yeah, I, I kind of just thirteen. <laughs> okay. um, maybe I'll come back to that later. But I really think if not for George Bush, you would not have had a Barack Obama, uh, and he just happened to be skin color and ethnicity included the polar opposite of George Bush. Um, now, you may be sitting in a similar situation today and have a Donald Trump who will make a woman president um, seem like what is needed for, for, for the times. Um, yeah, the pendulum swings. I agree with you in that. Yeah, and, and I think people unfortunately or fortunately people vote for not what's in office as often as they vote for who they're actually voting for right um, you, you what, what number are you gonna put on that is that a 50 50 thing so have the people vote against the person before and half people vote for yeah or... so i think it depends on the candidate okay candidate. okay true that and 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 i think in 2008 the independents had decided that they couldn't live with another Republican regime um, because they couldn't live with another George Bush type regime. Now, let, let's, let's be clear about one thing, right? I don't actually think that Clinton was not elected because she was a woman. She I had think other, she had, other, she had other challenges that made her not as, um, I think, appealing um, and I think she's even written about it in her book. Um, so, so I think, yeah, there, there was a lot, a lot of there, there in terms of other things. <laughs> um, so I, I don't, I don't use that as a proof point. Um, and, and, you know, I, I think that um, I would just like to see uh us step up as it relates to, and I, I say us, meaning whomever supporting a woman candidate, uh, in terms of figuring out how we need to get in line to support her, because that's what she's going to need. I think Barack needed it, and and you know I, I think I think the interesting thing is that people will say oh, well, you're saying that because she's a woman and she needs support and she needs, and I'm not, you know, I want to be clear about that. And and, and that's going to be the thing, right, is those people who are so afraid of, you know, a lot of liberals are afraid of, you know, kind of being not PC, right? So now they're not going to offer this woman support because it doesn't seem PC because now we're offering a woman support because she's a woman. So it's, it's almost sort of a little a contradiction and a catch-22, and and I I I think we need to be prepared for that, um, and 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 get past that, 
because I think ultimately what we want to see again has to do with policy and and that's where I know I know the women that are running you know folks like Elizabeth Warren and Kamala Harris um, are focused so we we need to make sure that that's what we're focused on is how they can get the agendas that if we're you know if we're voting for them certainly we believe in their agendas um, how we can get those through and so it's interesting that you, you, you brought that last point up because I, I got the feeling, although I really wanted to see um, Barack Obama win the presidency because I thought it would be good for um, little black kids all across the country to see a black person rise to that position. But in my heart of hearts, I also thought he was the best candidate and he had the best ideas mm, to the mm, mm-hmm. and I think he got the popular vote because he was the best candidate and I think the dialogue has changed a little bit because I don't remember anyone I don't remember nine blacks saying we need to vote we need to have a black president so we're gonna vote for him because it's time to have a black president but I hear people now saying it's time to have a woman president and you know that's just a, a slight change in the dialogue. Um, Do you hear people saying that? Who's saying that? I hear women saying that. I hear some women saying that. Um, the other interesting thing is, I think, unfortunately, that the I'm not sure the majority of women will be for a woman candidate, which is very different from what happened with Barack Obama on the racial lines. Um, so it's some very interesting dynamics at play um, in this upcoming upcoming election cycle. Yeah, I so so now I'll read you a little bit more from this article. And by the way, this article is in the, t- the tilt dot com um, and uh, t- stating some of these statistics from the Pew Research Center and some of the other um, folks. Um, but what they did note is that. Um, around 60% per the independent, around 60% of Donald Trump voters said they did not hope to see a female US president in their lifetime. In their lifetime, wow. And then, well, mind you, you know, some of his voters are a little older, so. Um, <laughs> you just, wow. just stop shaking your head. While 63% of those who voted Republican in 2016 said they thought it was likely they would live to see a woman lead the country, only 40% of them said they actually wanted it to happen. So I, I think what's also interesting is, you know, and, and we've seen this when we've talked before about the way that the, um, the parties um, seem, to, seem to, you know, kind of come to the table, which is that the Republicans um, generally, um, their voter base seems to be more traditional um, okay. whereas the Democrats are less so. So I think when you say that you're hearing people say, um, we're, I'm ready, we're ready, whatever. I think those are largely probably on the democratic side. Um, without question. Uh, so yeah, it's, um, yeah. So, I mean, without question, I mean, part of, part of, I think what's going on is I think the Republicans are rallying around the sitting president. So um, they're not saying much more than we need to re- re-elect Donald Trump. And to your point, Republicans actually vote less on policy and more along partisan lines. Um, because, you know, the, the healthcare debate was a perfect 
sort of example, right? Because, uh, you know, we, we talk about the, the proposal that was first submitted as the Affordable Health Care Act was actually, quote unquote, Romney care, right? Right. It was, it was very similar to a, a plan that he, you know, had advocated and proposed. So it's it's really interesting to, to see that. So I think there are some tendencies that say that ultimately, um, you know, and the Republicans vote more, which I think we've talked about on a previous show. So it's, it's you know, I think one, the first part is going to be getting that person elected, but I really want us to look past that particular milestone and make sure that it does, you know, it, it doesn't get derailed in all these other ways that I think that, um, you know, affected Obama's presidency. So, so that to me is part of the ready, right? So when we say, are we ready? It's, it's all of that. It's now, if you ask me just alone, are we ready to elect a woman? I do think to the point that was made um, about the voter base, I think the voter base is out there to elect one. But I think when you look at, and you, this is something that people have joked about and, and commented on, but when you look at the composition of the Senate, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, not just along partisan lines, but along gender lines, um, uh, you know, it's, it, it, again, it's going to be a battle. Yeah, I, so give me more about how we, you know, and, and, and I guess I went to, you know, 52 women have served in the Senate ever. Um, 34 Democrats, 17 Republicans. And the first one served in mm. 1922. Mm. Um that's ever wow that's that's unbelievable yep um wow and 16 of them were appointed by the way so they they didn't even get the chance to get elected um that 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 is amazing but okay so tell me how i told you about my 12 year old daughter how do do i ready her for you know having a woman president if it were to happen I mean, do I need to do I need to put a suit and armor on her so that she can protect herself after the crazy folks go crazy? Oof. So two things. One, I think you should ask her. So let's let's assume that she gets in office, like Barack did, right? Barack is not a member of the power elite. Um, is that still sitting squarely, not only in you know male hands, but in I would say. She, um, very strongly still in white male hands. So I would ask her, you know, and, and make the analogy and see see what she thinks. I, I, I'm, I'm actually kind of interested. Can I can I be on the phone when you, <laughs> you ask her? Um, so that's one. And then, in, you know, in terms of more directly answering your question, um, I think, you know, I think it's 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 the same thing that you do with all your other you know topics as a, as a parent. It's it's talking to her about these things and understanding where she is on them because you know the same way that we have internalized racism, I think there's internalized sexism as well, and so that's something else that we need to guard against. Um, and um, and so you know, talk to her about the ideas that she has, the thoughts that she has, the the opportunity that we have. I think, I think, you know, you can, you can talk with her about the difference between, because I think that's something that I'm stressing here is the difference between the election itself and the actual presidency. 
Right. Um, because the election is possible, you know, because that's a that's a one day, one shot, one, you know, deal. But the 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 true challenge is in, you know, creating a a legacy um and and being successful in your tenure, um, which I think is is the key challenge. Um, so that's what I think, you know, you should talk to her about and help her understand the distinction. And then, and then, you know, again, out of the mouth of babes, I would ask her, hey, you know, given that distinction, um, and I'm sure you're good at making that, you know, uh, 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 you know, a, a concept that she can absorb and think about, um, although she sounds like she could probably be on this show and, and teach us something. <laughs> Sound like she's fending for herself okay. Mm-hmm. I love it. Maybe so what do you think? Me. What what do you you know, I mean when you heard that, what what were what went through your mind and after you pondered that? Well, to be honest, at first I was saddened. Um right. mm-hmm. you know, the you, you would you would hope we are progressing in this world and you would hope twelve year old girls don't have to have the same feelings that they're parents and their parents parents had uh, but as she said that that's what that's what smacked me in the face that maybe we haven't progressed as much as we think we have mm. um, but I, I you know I also I think obviously she's has her eyes open uh, so I was happy about that mm. and, uh, and that's from that standpoint um, we will continue to do what we've been doing and hopefully she keeps her eyes open and she will be prepared because of that. But, you know, it's, it's not easy. Uh, you, you hope, you always hope your kids don't have to go through those things, but the best you can do is inform them, try to enlighten them on the world and, and, and give them the tools to, to navigate it. Um, I'm not sure what those are all the time, but um, that's why you have to have a well-rounded toolkit. Well, I was going to ask you what your wife thought, but before I do that, did you did you talk to her at all? Actually, I did not. Um, okay. We did not discuss this before this. Um, she's uh, she's actually out of town at at, at listening to. Um, I guess Kamala had a presentation today that that my wife went to listen to. Okay. Well, I was you know you and I had spoken previously also on another show about. The, um, the students in Rhode Island that had sued the uh, the state, right, all along the lines of you know not providing the appropriate education, civics education, to really participate in the democratic process um, adequately, and um, I, you know I'm sort of interested, you know, given that and what your daughter is saying and what I'm saying about you know, the education that they need to have and also the, the, the sort of conversations that need to be had around this, given, you know, that it is, okay, if, if, if she's saying that and we haven't moved forward, how do you at least create an environment where you're trying to move forward with your kids and since they're not getting it in school, et cetera? You know, given all of that, what, what's your, what do you think your approach is going to be as it relates to this election, especially if there is a woman in the in the, in the race, um, you know, in that sort of final stretch? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, Need to sleep on that one? Yeah, I don't know if I have an answer for you. Uh, I, I do want to touch on what, what, what they're learning in school because I had a, another conversation with the same daughter and, and 
she was asking, you know, where where Lincoln fell on favorite presidents and how he must mm. have been a great guy because he wanted to abolish slavery. And unfortunately, I had to burst her bubble a little bit and, and tell her that, you know, maybe that was more of a strategic move because of other things he wanted as opposed to something he felt strongly about in her heart of hearts. And um, so I sent her off to do some reading on that. So we have to have a follow-up discussion. But I mean, obviously, and, and you know, I, I treat the same, I treat math and science the same way as I'm about to say I treat history. <laughs> I can't trust the schools to teach the whole story or enough. Um, so unfortunately, there's a lot of supplementation that goes on and, you know, I, I have the ability and the wherewithal to do it, um, but a lot of parents don't. So, you know, you, you have to wonder what the products of these school systems are really going to be going forward. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't know um, what the, the answer is. I mean, I... I, I think that's, I think it's actually an interesting thing. You know, you, we also were talking about our alumni group and, and some of the things that, you know, we should be actively doing. I think this is probably one of the um, opportunities Top we have. Top of the list. Um, to, to talk about how we can um, be better about getting our children prepared to participate fully um, I know that they're saying that these days young people vote less, um, which is a crying shame. Um, but um, yeah, I, I, yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I guess we give a shout out to the Chocolate Cardinals out there, uh, if you accept <laughs> that term, which I usually don't. Um, <laughs> that that is another show. Um, but I, you know, I used to think that as long as I did for mine, then I was doing my job. Uh, I, I needed to prepare my kids and prepare my family to deal with the world and be successful. But you know, as I get to the point where I'm, I don't know, a quarter away or halfway through that, I realize that it'll be a lonely world for them if they're the only ones who are have the skill set to survive. Um, so you really have to, or I feel like I have to, I have a responsibility to at least a village of people so that my kids will have somebody to commune with, um, mm -hmm. in the world going forward. So I, I guess I'm, I said that to say that I, 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 I hear what you said and, and I accept the challenge that, you know, we have to do for a whole community of folks to make mm -hmm. sure that the whole community is taken care of and, and can survive and thrive. Well, and, and before we end, I just wanted to let you know that um, there was um, apparently 200 political scientists ranked the presidents by order of greatness in a survey, um, in an online survey completed between uh, December 2017 and January 2018. Uh, the president that came in last was the current president. Okay. The president that came in first was your daughter's question. <laughs> okay. Uh, was um, 
was actually um, Mr. Lincoln. And I don't argue with that result because I think he was a heck of a, um, he, he, he was a mastermind in getting the results that he wanted. Hey, I'm just curious, was, was Barack Obama on there somewhere? So I'm going to give you the top 10. I'm looking Lyndon Johnson. Nine is Don, Don, eh, Ronald Reagan. Wow. Eight is Barack. Seven is Eisenhower. Six is Truman. Five is Thomas Jefferson. Boo, I'm sorry. Um, four is Teddy Roosevelt. Three is FDR, Franklin Delano. Two is George Washington. And one is Abraham Lincoln. So okay. Barack's up there. Okay. Man, a lot of credit too. So, so I will make this prediction. While we may not be ready, um, and I would tend to agree that I'd have to answer the question that we Americans as a whole are not ready, although JAG is definitely ready. Um, when we do have that first woman president, I think she'll catapult to the top 10. All right. I like, and I am with you on that. I personally am ready, and I wish her Godspeed to number one. <laughs> okay, everybody. It's another episode of No Stupid Questions. You can ask any question that you want, or don't ask no stupid-ass questions. <laughs> <laughs>